AM 1170. The Answer. San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Happy Friday. <laughs> well, welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's Friday fun day. At least I'm trying to have some fun. I was a little on the sad tip when I headed into the studio. But as always, my buddy here on the show gives me a laugh right before we go live. And you know, of course, who I'm talking about. It's DJ Carrot Stooks. You're trapped like carrots. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's trapped like a, like a rat in a cage here from 6 to 7 every day. But he makes the best of it, don't you, baby? I do, and you know, you always get me fired up. You know, you always get me excited. What's the topic of the day? And you always come, you come correct with that fire. So, it gets me fired up too. Well, good. I'm glad you think so. I don't know who's who's calling you right now. I hear your phone ringing in there. Um, anyway, I, speaking of phones, if you all want to call in the show, I would love to hear from you. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. There's still we're still taking uh, nominations for Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. You know we're com- we've got that at the end of the show every Friday. Uh, what a week it's been! Um, truly a roller coaster of a week. Tremendous highs in terms of some election results we had with the primaries. Some great movement on policy from President Trump. Some great economic news that we've talked about here. And then we've also um, suffered some some real sadness and lows from the deaths, a couple of high-profile suicides that has just really rocked people to their core, as well as even the uh, news of Charles Krauthammer today, one of the beloved political pundits, even uh, from everybody, both sides of the aisle, uh, truly had, have much respect for Charles Krauthammer. So a lot of sadness this week. So, yeah, and you know what? Tonight's show might be kind of, that's life, right? Life is about ups and downs. It's about riding that roller coaster. I feel like we're at the end of that. What's, I don't know if my favorite ride, it's the Twisted Sister? Is that the one at Magic Mountain? It's a band. <laughs> the Twisted Sister. I have quite the Twisted Sister in my family. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It used to be the Colossus, and now they turned it into a combo ride. Anyway, it's like a freaky ride, but that's kind of like what this week has been like for me. But that is life, and that's kind of what the show is going to be about tonight, too. It's not going to be just total fun topics. I wasn't going to talk about uh, suicide tonight, but after what happened, beginning with Kate Spade's suicide this week, what's ended up happening was, in addition to the compassion that always gets outpoured on those who uh, reached such depths that they would take their own life, it actually was like picking the scab off of the wounds that have yet to be healed from survivors around this country, family and friends of mine who are survivors of suicide. And there's not a whole lot talked about the su- the survivors. They, t- For some reason, in this particular aspect of life and tragedies, the survivors of suicide uh, don't really get a whole lot of attention or sympathy or a whole lot of, um, they're just expected, I guess, to go on with their life. And so it was survivors this week who asked me tonight after Anthony Bourdain to to talk about suicide and joining me now i'm not an expert somebody said if you can just save one life by doing a story tonight andrea please do that segment and so i am 
And so, uh, but I'm no expert in joining me now is uh, Dr. Norman Freed. He is a, a clinical psychologist. He is a PTSD as well as a suicide expert, and he's here uh, joining me now to discuss this. Hi, Dr. Freed. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you, Andrea. Nice to be here. Um, okay, so, so much to cover. Um, I could actually do days of shows on this, and we unfortunately don't have time to get too much into it. But first things first. There is clearly, even without going into statistics, it is it is clear to everybody that suicide is on the rise. And it also seems to me as though it's on the rise and also in the, the, the method is on the rise as well in terms of hanging. Um, what is going on here? Well, I don't know the statistical numbers for uh, how much on the rise it is, but you are correct uh, with the media coverage. Uh, as well as increase in a copycat effects, there really is uh, more suicide than ever before. And unfortunately, uh, the concept, uh, the action of hanging, which is a very aggressive and violent way of dying, is also on the rise. Um, in my practice alone, after uh, there was the suicide of Robin Williams, I was receiving a rash of phone calls about suicide by hanging. Sometimes I worry that teenagers are watching their idols on TV do this and think, well, perhaps this is uh, an option, uh, a coping that would be uh, available, which uh, never, ever is. Well, let's talk about that because um, I I want to try to focus on ways to prevent. Right now in San Diego, um, our local government and officials are trying to outfit the Coronado Bridge in ways to try to stop people from jumping because that is a primary way that people do that here in San Diego, commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, this, People have been posting all week long the suicide prevention hotline. Uh, people are posting all day long on Facebook, be kind to your coworker. I, 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 you know, I, I'm not really sure how that's going to prevent anybody from committing suicide. I, know, I doubt that Anthony Bourdain hung himself because a coworker on the set made a crappy remark. You're trapped like... So um, that was, was a mistake, by the way. Um, so to get into but some I, real I, areas, I, of, I, let's talk about real ways to prevent. Okay, can I just can I just go backwards and, and comment on that what you had just said? Because I, it's true that no one commits suicide because of a nasty comment by a coworker. But when people are at a place where suicide seems like an option and it never really is, they actually might misrepresent or misperceive a comment or two made by somebody. We don't even know how we're impacting and being received by someone who's in such psychic pain. Good point. But you're right. It, it's a much deeper experience uh, that is hidden and unaware to many of us, and to most of us on the outside. We don't know the history of diagnosis. We don't know family dynamics, possible genetic factors, other post-traumatic events that are perhaps primitive or recent in their life. We don't have a sense of their medical history, substance abuse use, and then there are personality disorders that are non-treatable with psychopharmacology. All of these could explain to us why somebody thinks it's okay to, to, to use this as a way of coping. But much of the time, we're not given this information. So how do we prevent this? Because this has um, – this – this is tearing people apart. Not only are we, do we have people suffering so much to the extent in agony that they would take their own life, but then what, what somebody pointed out to me this week is that, that w- in that act, they are then transferring their pain onto those that are left behind. And I've got survivors telling me on Facebook that they still haven't healed 20 years later. Of course, of course. And what, what legacy 
their loved one is leaving them with is a legacy of anger and rage and guilt. Not just guilt over what they could have done if they had known, but guilt over being angry with their loved one for having done it. When they're entitled to be angry for something that is uh, as painful as this. So the survivors have a legacy, a lifetime journey of post-traumatic stress disorder and perhaps unresolved grief. It's a different kind of grief than that when someone we love dies from a, a, an illness where we have the grace of a warning or perhaps um, an overdose where we might, have, we might have seen some of the signs of it coming. Oftentimes, that perhaps more than oftentimes, survivors, family members, loved ones, friends, don't, don't have any idea that, that this was something that was going on in the mind and the psyche of the person who has died. So yes, there's a sense of tremendous guilt as well as a sense of rage and anger. And you say it could go on for even 20 years. And that, by the way, is a sign of unresolved grief. And unresolved grief comes from, has its, well, it comes from an inability to actually actively express the pain, the sorrow, the guilt, the rage that one feels. And it becomes complicated over time. And in, in terms of that, there are side effects that involve uh, physical as well as emotional uh, sequelae. Well, Remember, if we, do, if we do not cry with our eyes, we will cry with another organ in our body or with another behavior, hence a copycat yeah. type effect. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad we're talking about the survivors because I don't think that there's enough survivors getting help because I think all the compassion goes to the person, I think, in these situations who killed themselves. And I don't think there's enough understanding or enough people talking about and sharing the stories of the survivors so that the survivors can deal with it and get that out there so that they can get the help that they need. And I also was wondering... Um, if there was a way to maybe prevent suicide by sharing those stories, because I have to believe that the people that are so in agony that they would think about killing themselves don't understand. They're not they're not capable in that moment of really knowing right. the impact that it's going to have have on others. And maybe if they knew that they it, they could prevent it. And that's one reason why I wanted to do this segment tonight because I was hoping that maybe we could share the impact on survivors and that maybe if there's somebody listening who's struggling tonight, maybe that might reach them because to use an analogy, you know, alcoholism and, and a lot of drug abuse is is tied to depression as well. And it's a, it's a different coping mechanism and the way some there's interventions where people sit them down and they say, you're, you're, what you're doing to yourself you're killing yourself with alcohol. And oh, by the way, here's how it's affecting everybody else. And that's supposed to be an effective way to turn people around. So I'm, I'm yeah. trying to find, trying to think about using that angle here. Am I making sense? You're making sense. And it's a beautiful concept. And you're reminding me that there are people out there right now that are listening and, and are in need of the wisdom that we're trying to provide and offer. So thank you for that. And, but unfortunately, unlike someone, a friend or a loved one who's abusing drugs or alcohol, where their actions are much more uh, obvious, people who have suicidal ideation and suicidal fantasies and even plans often keep it very under wraps. And we don't know what they're really struggling with on the inside. And so uh, you say that that uh, you want to really talk about reaching some type of prevention through the discussion of what survivors have been teaching about the grief process. So I want to say to everyone out there who thinks suicide is an option, to please recognize not just the pain that you're in, but the pain that others would be in upon this actual event. It's what we call wreckage recall as opposed to euphoric recall, similar to alcohol and drug 
uh, prevention, we teach people not to just recall the euphoria of being drunk or high. We, we're actually asking people who are depressed to, be, to recognize how it was, how, what legacy they're going to leave for people after they're gone. It's a very good idea in terms of prevention, but I'm going to say something else about prevention. It involves speaking up. Here's what I believe. If we don't speak out, we will act out. If there's a person in pain and thinks that suicide is an option, I beg them to speak to someone whom they admire, a priest, a rabbi, a therapist, a teacher, a coach, a friend, because if they can speak about it, they might discover there are other ways to survive the pain. Uh, What do you do, last question, if you recognize that somebody in your life is hurting? And you try to speak to them about it. And this was an example that somebody mentioned to me here at the studio. And the response was overly defensiveness and anger. How much do you push? Because you can't really force somebody to get help. How do you handle, is there any advice you can give to those who know that they've got a family member in trouble and they're not sure how to approach them? It's such a delicate situation. And it really depends on the way you approach the person that you're concerned about. Even as parents, we sometimes, as much as we love our children, we sometimes get angry with them and we yell at them when we really don't want to. It's so important for people who are depressed to recognize that if they're being approached by a loved one in what seems to be a hostile manner, what it really is is that when people are frightened, they come across angry. And I encourage folks that feel as if a loved one is in trouble, not to approach them in an aggressive way, not to be uh, hostile or angry or in any way that would be perceived as aggressive, mm-hmm. because what we're really feeling is frightened. If I have a friend or a loved one that I think is suicidal, I'm not going to say, look, I'm worried about you and I want to talk about it. I'm not going to say that because that's very scary. What I'm going to say is I love you and I'm really scared. I can't lose you. And I'm frightened I might. We're speaking openly, vulnerably, and honestly. There's nothing dictatorial or boss-like about it. Every one of us is in pain. And when we share that pain, we rise above it. And so when you speak to someone who's, who you're afraid may be, in, may be suffering with suicidal ideation, the first question you ask is, are you thinking about hurting yourself? It's not a taboo question. It doesn't make somebody think about it by asking. Yeah. If they're thinking about it, they, they had you off already at the pass. So when you say, have you been thinking about it? Do you have a plan? Is your plan involving materials? Have you acquired the materials? You're getting a sense of how close they are to actually doing it. And what you're trying to do is break the isolation and constriction that someone feels in the midst of their depression by saying, I'm here. I see you. I see you. Mm-hmm. Don't leave. Dr. Freed, thank you so much for being here. Do you have a website? Do you have a, a way for people to uh, where people can access I, your wisdom? I welcome it. My uh, website is www.normanfreed.com, and that's spelled N-O-O-R-M-A-N-F-R-I-E-D.com. And I've written books on grief and bereavement, and it's translated into Spanish and Hebrew and Korean as well as in English, and uh, I encourage folks to reach out and buy the books, read the books, mm-hmm. pick them up at libraries, and recognize that love heals even loneliness. Yes, it does. And and there's, yes, there's and always there's 
always a solution in this life. Uh, There is a solution in this life, and to those who are survivors, uh, please get help as well, because it does not have to be something that takes 20 years for you to uh, mourn through and resolve. Dr. Freed, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it so much. Thank you very much. Be well and take care. Bye-bye. All right, I went well over a break here, um, but I think that uh, hopefully we just really shared uh, Dr. Freed's advice and that if you're out there listening and uh, you're hurting, please, 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 we beg of you, please know that you are loved and please reach out for help. We're going to take a break. We come back. It's Sydney Powell. We're going to shift gears into a good news story because we actually got a leaker who was arrested. All right. Hey, now, good news on a Friday. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Want a chance to win tickets and more for you and three members of your family to attend Celebrate Freedom this year? The largest one-day music festival in the country. held June 30th in Dallas again. And the contest is not only for four VIP seating passes in front of the stage, but platform passes to meet and greet where you'll be introduced to a Celebrate Freedom artist, round-trip airfare, and a two-night hotel stay for all of you. Plus, special Celebrate Freedom memorabilia, including a guitar or ukulele signed by seven of the performing artists. This is a fantastic, fun family getaway you'll remember forever. Now, to give your family a better chance of winning, one family member a day can sign up at am1170theanswer.com until the sweepstakes ends June 9th. Celebrate Freedom Fun Family Getaway Sweepstakes from your friends at AM1170 The Answer. Go to am1170theanswer.com to enter and see complete sweepstakes rules. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. Message and data rates may apply. Texting and rules for recurring text messages. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Happy Father's Day, honey. Oh, thanks, guys. I love the gifts. And guess what? This Father's Day, I got a special gift for the whole family. Oh, something for us? Yep. I got Z-Quiet for my snoring problem. I figured it was about time I admitted my snoring was keeping all of us from getting a restful night's sleep. Well, I think I'm going to love Father's Day even more now. Hi, I'm Dan. As founders of Z-Quiet, my wife Trina and I know the disruption and lack of sleep snoring causes. That's why we developed an amazing solution called Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound. This Father's Day, give everyone a gift they really want and need. A great night's sleep. Try Z-Quiet for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP. To 246810 or go to com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to getzquiet.com. 
The most important retirement event of the year is almost here, and you're invited. And you know what? It's absolutely free. The 2018 Retirement Roundtable is Wednesday, June 13th at 2 p.m. Eastern. This is an online event, so you can view it anywhere, and you can sign up today at retirementwatch.com. It's hosted by Roger Michalski of Eagle Financial, along with America's number one retirement expert, Bob Carlson, and a surprise special guest. What will you take away from the Retirement Roundtable? How one small change in your current plans will eliminate the single biggest threat to your retirement. The one retirement strategy that will add $125,000 to your nest egg. How to collect more than $1,500 every month without paying a penny in taxes. The breakthrough strategy that can turn every $1,000 into $10,000 and more. Remember, the Retirement Roundtable is free, but you must sign up at retirementwatch.com. That's retirementwatch.com. Sign up today at retirementwatch.com. AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Shifting into some good news. You know there was a little problem going on since President Trump uh, took office, and it was uh, leaking that was happening, which is a crime. In fact, uh, that's really the only actual crime so far that uh, we've actually seen um, come out of. Really any of the investigations uh, here to talk about that is Sidney Powell, who literally wrote the book on the corruption inside the Department of Justice, a book that Newt Gingrich mentioned on Hannity the other day. He said, if you really want to understand what is going on, what's wrong with this Mueller investigation, the Department of Justice, he said, you've got to read Sidney Powell's book, License to Lie. Hey, Sidney, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea. Thanks for having me. Okay, so um, the wolf. Right. The wolf in sheep's clothing. Who was this wolf dude? He wasn't just a Senate staffer. This was the guy that was like the he was like the uh, the court clerk who receives all the the intel in. Right. Yes. He was the gatekeeper for the Senate Intelligence Committee. And so he had access to all kinds of secret, top secret and all levels of secure information, or at least it was supposed to be secure. But unfortunately, apparently, he had a personal extramarital relationship with a young woman who started at BuzzFeed and is now at the New York Times Mm -hmm. and leaked things to her over a period of time Mm -hmm. and has now been indicted on three counts of making false statements to FBI agents in what I think is one of the most clear and straightforward indictments I've seen in a long time. Well, what's interesting to me, though, and I hope you can clarify, is that he was indicted on lying, kind of like Martha Stewart. You know, she was investigated for insider trading, didn't get her on that, but they got her on lying. It's being reported that a leaker was arrested, but he wasn't charged with leaking. Why not? There could be a number of reasons for that. It could be that they don't want to disclose all the confidential information. The thing that I like about this indictment is that it is very clear and straightforward. We know there is a real underlying crime. It's not because they couldn't get him for something else. Okay. Uh, It may be that they decide to indict him on those things later, but maybe they don't have to. I hope they don't pile on like they've done with respect to Manafort. I mean, I've always maintained that three to five counts is enough to indict anybody on. It exposes them to prison for 15 years. 
Well, right. In fact, I'm glad you brought that up because my thing about the IG report that they're dragging their feet on, it's like, what's taken so long? You know, it's clear, it, you know, once you get past the first, you know, indictments that you could put out against Comey, McCabe, and all the rest involved in in the Hillary email scheme, Loretta Lynch and all of them, you really could stop there because you got enough. Yeah, I mean, our, our, my U.S. attorneys and I worked for nine different U.S. attorneys in three different districts across the country from both political parties. They used to say, you know, just pick the obvious and most easy crimes to to prove. You don't have to go, ever make anything up. There's more than enough actual crime out there that, <laughs> that right. we can possibly prosecute. Right. Well, that, um, well let number me. One, don't make it up and don't make the cases any more complicated than you have to. For one thing, it's not fair to the defendant. I mean, look at Manafort. I mean, whatever he did or didn't do, the guy's fighting it on two fronts now. And they've just piled on so many counts. What it does is ratchet up the defense costs astronomically, mm-hmm. makes it virtually impossible to defend yourself. The, the cost is prohibitive. And then the, the tactics are just mind boggling. The pressure it puts on anybody. Yeah, you well, don't even stand a chance to defend against it. And that, that makes me question the play. Is the play about perception that he's got to continue to pile on Manafort Mueller because he's got nothing else? And he knows this IG report is coming out, and, and it creates the perception that since he did this obstruction charge with Manafort and this Russian person, that it gives the perspective or the perception that Mueller's actually got something uh, in the works on this Trump-Russia collusion thing. But I want to back up a little bit on this IG report and what you talked about as a prosecutor prosecutor and you know at the US attorney's office once you once you've got something you don't really don't need to go past that go with the most obvious crime so again Comey had the most obvious crime she had uh, at 22 SAP special access programs she had hundreds of classified information on her server she deleted 33,000 pieces of government property that was under subpoena really he could stop there and process and, and recommend prosecution which he didn't and the IG could just stop right there what's going on here well I think the IG for one thing is phenomenally thorough I mean that seems to be one of his hallmarks I mean look at the 39 page McCabe report that was only on the issue of him leaking to the Wall Street Journal and lying under oath in the process of doing that. Mm. Oh, a footnote, the U.S. attorney that has just indicted Mr. Wolf in the congressional committee staffer has the criminal referral against McCabe. Oh, speaking of McCabe, if um, if he, there's a criminal referral for McCabe, but no indictment yet. So this guy, Wolf... He gets it. He gets arrested for lying, not even for the underlying crime, but for lying. McCabe, they know he lied. Why wasn't he arrested yet? Well, I imagine it looks like they spent several months investigating Mr. Wolf in between the time the FBI had their first meeting with him, which I think was around October 30th of 2017. And then they met with him again in December when they confronted him with his lies. He resigned immediately upon that, and it's just now that he's been indicted. So there was further investigation going on um, before we knew that, and I imagine the same thing is happening with respect to McCabe, and I would expect an indictment of McCabe to come down sometime pretty soon. Okay, so it's really because this Wolf investigation's already been going on for a while. We just didn't realize it. 
And, right, and that's okay. the way it should be. I mean, okay. if they're doing it right, you don't know okay. <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. what's going on. It's only, you know, the Mueller team leaks because that's one of Weissman's standard operating procedures to try to convict everybody in the press before they ever get to a trial. Right. Well, you know the players better than anybody. Um, so you have faith in this IG in Horowitz and that he is going to uh, because what's been leaked out about it so far, quite frankly, Sydney is like, oh, Comey disobeyed authority. You know, what a nice way to put it that, that you know, he didn't follow the law. And by in doing so, he obstructed justice. So it's made people think that this this IG is under too much pressure, that he's going to sanitize it. He's going to make it be about not following procedures versus the fact that, you know, crimes were covered up. Well, if you'll remember about the McCabe report, there's language in there about, quote, lack of candor, end quote. Well, that's because that's the way a particular in-house FBI rule was phrased when it's actually a matter of perjury and, and false statements to FBI agents. So somebody has leaked that for whatever reason, um, but I would not expect that to be the, the main part of the report. I think there's going to be a, a whole lot of substantial and far more serious things coming out of it than insubordination by Mr. Comey. So you actually expect referrals uh, for charges and against whom? Yes, I would expect referral for further investigation against certainly Mr. Comey should be also including Loretta Lynch. I would expect, since this is about the Hillary email investigation, that it may very well include Mrs. Clinton. Mm. It it certainly should, from everything we know that's in the public domain, like the elimination of the 33,000 emails, which Mm. if you ever wanted to talk about obstruction of justice, that would be it. Yeah, um, pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty clearly. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, it's you know I got to get hat tip to Diamond and Silk too, by the way, because they brought up a good thing about this whole spy thing. And you've you've got an article on on Facebook. Uh, I can't remember who wrote it, but saying that the Mueller investigation there's actually five scandals going on here. Um, but, Newt Gingrich, he, he put Newt, that out this okay. past week. Yeah, um, but Diamond and Silk brought up a good point about the whole spy thing, which uh, is illegal, by the way, that there, that uh, even some Republicans are trying to justify it by saying that, um, well, you know, when you've got information that, you know, a foreign government's trying to do something, you know, the FBI has to act on it. But what about the Hillary Clinton campaign? Hil- the Hillary Clinton yeah. campaign at the time was saying that Russia hacked into their server and it was Russia who did this and Russia who did that, and there was nothing. No spies in her campaign. Right. Not to mention the DNC server. The FBI didn't even seize it to investigate the purported Russian hacking of it. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. And, and, and I, I can't imagine anybody sane trying to defend the FBI sending out what amounted to an informant slash spy slash sting operative to try to entrap different members of the Trump campaign when they weren't doing anything like that with respect to every campaign. If it's such a good idea, let's just assign an FBI agent to every political campaign from now on. Yeah, exactly. If they're, if, if it's, if they're so worried about election interference. And in fact, let's send a spy into every media. Uh, I, want, I want to spy in every mainstream media, uh, their, their conference room, the morning when they're planning their their show schedule for the day and they're about to produce their segments that's where sure. i think we we need an informant in we don't have a huge amount of time but i did want to touch on it and i know you're so busy following the, and there's just so many moving parts but debbie wasserman schultz and the the awan family is back in the news they're about to to plead it out 
And, you know, I, some people are saying that that situation there to where these talk about inter, uh, collusion with a foreign government. We've got the Pakistan uh, Pakistan involved, which was the, the country that was hiding Osama bin Laden. And we've got some no talent IT people from Pakistan collecting six figure salaries for doing nothing while while a couple of them are working at McDonald's that involved hiding uh, technology and computers and hard drives. Debbie Wasserman Schultz keeping this guy on the payroll, at, you know, even after I think his wife had already left the country, there's going to be a plea deal. Some people are saying that that's all going to be kind of tied together to this Mueller investigation. And now my head's hurting. What do you know about that story? I don't know very much about it. I'm I'm concerned about any plea deal with those guys, unless it's going to involve substantial testimony against people in Congress, including Debbie Wasserman Schultz, because there's some bad actors in Congress there who really sold us out in more ways than one and had to have violated any number of federal statutes in the process. Well, they they had to have violated the Espionage Act because this guy supposedly had amassed everybody's emails in the Democrat Party over to his server. And, you know, and if he was given a clearance to do that, that makes me really have no confidence in the FBI. If they're well, given and this- on top of that, she kept him on her staff and kept paying him even after the whole, most of the scheme was exposed. Exactly. So, I mean, that's a whole accessory after the fact charge. Yeah. So that's one to keep watching. Do, do, I, I think I'm not sure what day this week the plea deal is supposed to come down. The IG report is supposed to come out on the 16th. Uh, no, the so, 14th. The 14th. Okay. So hopefully. And then he testifies on the 18th. All right. Sydney Powell, I know you, you're up against it. We got to let you go. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. We come back. Guess what's the latest gun grab? Who's who's actually planning, cooking up a scheme to be able to literally go inside people's homes and take their guns? Uh-huh. Stay tuned. More Andrea Kasia coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. 
The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-880-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-880-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-880-CASH. Impact Mortgage Court, DBA Cash Call Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender. Call 855-657-9910 for terms, conditions, and restrictions. California Department of Business Oversight Residential Mortgage Lender Law License, NMLS 128231. That's 855-880-CASH. 855-880-CASH. This is a warning to all household pests, to all cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, and rats. If you've made yourself at home in someone else's home, you'd better hope the owners never hear about Terminix. Because Terminix has the know-how and the means to do whatever it takes to remove you from that home. Terminix has 90 years of experience eliminating home invaders. And they make it easy for homeowners to be protected by offering a free pest estimate by calling 1-800-763-6840. Cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, rats, and other pests. This is your last chance. With one call, Terminix will remove you from the home you've invaded. If you think you can simply come back later, think again. Terminix will never stop working to keep you out with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Pests. Wherever you are, I will find you. Pests. You've been warned. Homeowners are calling Terminix right now for a free pest estimate. 1-800-763-6840. 1-800-763-6840. 30-day money-back guarantee at participating locations. Limitations apply. See plan for details. We have a new home loan program for the self-employed borrower. You need to hear this. Hi, I'm Chris Tyler, self-employed mortgage specialist at Right Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it is to get a home loan, so we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W-2s to get approved, we'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call now, 855-464-4774. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. 855-464-4774. So if you're self-employed and want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call me now, Chris Tyler, 855-464-4774. That's 855-464-4774. 4774. Licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NMLS 1132583, an equal opportunity lender. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And speaking of callers, I got one on the line and it looks like it's my buddy Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey, Andrea, how are you doing, honey? Well, I'm good. I'm glad to hear a little pep in your step, even though your boys, the the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, kind of kind of didn't win the yeah, Stanley Cup. Oh, well, we went from zero to 100 in one year. I mean, we, we were in the Stanley Cup playoffs in one year of existence. Yeah, yeah that's pretty amazing. Year. Oh, that's awesome. Anyway, I, I was uh, listening to you talk about the subject of suicide. A friend of mine passed away her own hands several years ago and i just can't help but think you know if people would share with each other yeah. more freely and get off the damn internet once in a while we'd be a whole lot better off and i just wanted to call in and talk to you about that i think you're right i think that 
Um, you know, it's great to be connected to people and have a way to be connected to friends and family from across the country that we live long distance from, be able to share pictures and see what's going on with each other's lives. But it does connect us in a way to make new friends. But it also is a tool and a weapon to hurt people. And yeah, that is going on as well as it's a way for people to feel inferior about themselves when they see all these other posts about how amazing everybody else's life is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And people can get very brutal behind the keyboard, not even think twice about it. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's as though the uh, it's it, the same rules of manners don't apply, I guess, to people. At least they don't think that they do when they're sitting at home behind their keyboard by themselves. You know, they suddenly get Correct. very brave exactly. and they or they feel entitled, or, you know, to behave in a way that they wouldn't if they were looking somebody in the eye. So You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, people, people need to share with each other. That's all. Yeah. People need to share. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because there, a dear friend of mine shared his story on Facebook and he said it took him a while to bring bring himself to be able to do it because he felt felt a lot of shame about it. And I think that's one thing I, I didn't that, talk about. Yes. And I, I and, and I don't want to say his name because it's his story to share. Um, but I, I think Dr. Freed would agree with me. That there is no shame in it. People, please. We all go through depression at times. And even if we haven't thought about killing ourselves and taking our own life, we've all suffered and there's absolutely no shame. God gave us the ability to feel emotions. He gave us the ability to feel anger, pain, hurt, sadness, guilt, all those negative emotions. He gave it to us for a reason because you can't feel joy if you don't know what it means to feel sadness. So there's no shame at all in it, right? And so please, Eric and I encourage everybody out there listening to please reach out to somebody if you're in pain. No matter how down you feel on yourself, you are loved. You are loved out there. And they're in even even by strangers, even if you don't know it. Every, every human being walking this planet right now is loved by somebody, and they may just not realize right. it, and they should just reach out. Eric, and, and speaking of that, I love you and can't wait to have you back in the studio, and i got to leave it there and doing? get to my – all right, sweetie, talk soon. You take – All right. Um Anyway, that's one of reach out to everybody. Uh, and reaching out to me is my buddy Bob Walters. He's on the line. Hey, Bob, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Now you're local. You're in town, aren't you? Are you in San Diego for the weekend? <laughs> yeah, I'm here for a charity convention that's going on here in the in the hotel center. Yeah. The circle. It's uh, a nice event, but I'm down here visiting your fair city. Very nice. Well, I'm glad you are. And you know what? Um, you know, I'm hoping uh, to work in a little time to keep it lighten things up a little bit. You know, I like to, on Friday, fun day, I like to talk about fun things to do on the weekend. I'm curious as to what people are going to do for the weekend to have fun. Because I think you got to work hard and you got to play hard. And you got to find a way, you know, to relax and find a way to de-stress and, you know, have some fun in your life. Right, Bob? <laughs> That's true. You get to be a workaholic real easy if you try to overachieve yourself. Well, that's kind of your story. I mean, you're, I you're, know. I know. I mean, here you, you're a successful businessman, uber successful. You work a long, a long day, a long week every week. Um, you're also trying to save our education system and have written a book, uh, Facing Reality in American Education System. And now you're also here on a charity event. Okay. You need to, you need to work in some fun this weekend, mister. <laughs> I'll give it a try. I'll try harder. All right. Um, 
Oh, okay. So the latest story, thank you to Bob for sending me this because Bob sent me a story that I had to talk about this week that not only involves the craziness of the education system, but involves a Second Amendment grab. None other than our buddy Cuomo in New York City. He's come up with a way. And let me back up because y'all remember that after the latest uh, um, school shooting in Texas, an email exchange was revealed between Arne Duncan, Obama's uh, head of Department of Education, and Rahm Emanuel literally discussing how they can use words and try to get a vote for gun control. And they said they needed it done within two days of the Sandy Hook shooting because they wanted, wanted to exploit that tragedy. And here comes Cuomo. There is not even a shooting right now, but it's we just recently had the Santa Fe in Texas and we had Parkland. Como's thing to try to uh, piggyback and try to exploit the school shootings now is he's filed a petition to uh, to have teachers and school administrators to be able to identify and get searches of people's homes and have their guns removed, right? Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. It's it's the latest grab that's going on, and it doesn't really solve the situation, but it throws another twist into the, the battle that's going on. Well, yeah. Well, it's never about solving a problem because if they cared about solving problems, and they would recognize the fact that gun control in Chicago hasn't done anything. In fact, it's just mass shooting. It's like a genocide of black people going on in Chicago every week. I mean, people are constantly, in fact, Eric, who just called me, is routinely posting the latest updates on the shootings that's going on in Chicago. This isn't meant to do anything but take our Second Amendment rights away from us. And the good news is, is I think that this is this kind of thing is just so blatant. That because this is also in New York where they took um, the uh, the SROs, the armed security guards, out of school on the heels of Parkland, they turned right around and took all the armed guards off. And um, the mayor of New York, De Blasio, said that they just didn't have the funds to arm the schools. So we know that you know, this that's is so, that's so pathetic because the, the schools in the Midwest where there was an armed guard in this past few months. They stopped the violence tendency or the shooting immediately because he was there on the campus and took the action that was needed. And it's just crazy. It's bad enough that you can't do much with these kids that are somewhat deranged, thanks to the ACLU, until they actually kill somebody. And that's a shame because there should be some way to put them in a mental institution if they're deemed to be mentally unstable until they get themselves well with some serious psychology help. And there's another issue here that's involved, uh, another layer of, of this story that's disturbing to me is, you know, uh, I, I respect teachers. They go through a lot of education to be able to go into a room and teach history. But who are they to decide that on the basis of some kid's behavior in a school that the parents should not be allowed to own guns? That's disturbing. We're telling we've got the left telling teachers that they don't have the right to have a gun on their possession, to be a gun owner and take it into the school to protect themselves and the children, but somehow those same teachers are supposed to be able to decide which parents of kids in their in their classroom should or should not own guns? That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's pathetic because they're not they're not trained psychiatrists. They, they've had a bad time with a with a kid and then they're going to turn against the parents and take the guns out of their homes. It's just extreme to the other way it's just not it's not going to solve the issue at hand no it's not all it is and is amassing more power uh, to the state and against the citizens that's what liberalism is all about liberalism is where liberty goes to die it's about it's it's um i don't know if you saw that video that was going around in fact they just made a commercial with him this african-american guy out of chicago and there was a video of him went viral he went to the city council meeting he's like every time there's a shooting 
You guys want to come after people like me, the law-abiding people, and try to take my guns away from me. I didn't do anything wrong, and all I'm trying to do is protect my family. Why is it that your, your first reaction is to try to take my rights away from me? And that's absolutely so true because the, the left... Uh, everything is about power. Every aspect of what they're about is, whether it's the denial of First Amendment rights or whether it's Second Amendment rights, their whole climate change hoax, that's all about trying to get power over us. If they can take our speech away from us, take our guns away from us. And, you know, the left likes to say, well, you know, we're not trying to take your guns away. Well, of course you are. And there's a variety of different ways to do it. If they can um, do it through by declaring uh, somebody mentally incapable, that's one way to do it. If they can do it by taking our ammo away, they will. If they can control our lives. Another way they're trying to control our lives is through climate change. Did you hear the latest, Bob? And then I'll let you go because I know you're busy tonight. Did you hear in California that, because um, you're so busy, that they've just passed that law that um, restricting to water usage to 55 gallons a day? Yeah, that's. That, I think that's a plan for the, it's been set up for the next year or two to be in effect. And of course, that, that it's true. How are you going to take a shower and wash your clothes in the same day? You'd be violating the, the new water laws that's coming in California. It's been proposed. Well, it looks like it's going to pass. Well, I yeah. think that all of this crazy is just and, – and the power grabs that are so obvious now because this obviously not solving any problems. It's obviously every, – everything is obviously, obviously just about power. I think it's backfiring on them, and I think that's why we had some good results here in our primary elections. And I think that I think that John Cox, next time you come on, we'll have to talk about this. I think John Cox has a good chance of winning governor here in California. I agree. And it's, I saw the poll that like 53% of the Bay Area people who are the most liberal in the state want to leave the state of California. That's like, right. What? <laughs> That's right. Well, Amazing. Well, Bob, you have a great weekend. Enjoy San Diego. The weather's beautiful. And so are you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bob's book is facing by the Bob's book is facing reality in American education and you can get it on Amazon. Coming back here of the week and stink of the week. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E. Are you prepared to pay 400,000 for healthcare and medical expenses in retirement? Total out of pocket spending for the average 65 year old couple in retirement could surpass 400,000 when you factor in Medicare premiums, supplemental insurance premiums, deductibles, and copays. Learn how you could prevent this from turning into a financial disaster on Your Money Talks this Saturday at 1 o'clock on AM 1170, The Answer. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. People who consistently do what's right can be hard to find these days. Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, with my good friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Aaron, you represent this ethic. That's why I've recommended you to my friends, and they love the work you've done for them. Thank you, Larry. Coming from you, it really means a lot. You are one of the smartest people I know. So, friends, if you are looking for new windows and doors, take Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll take great care of 
of you, just like we did Larry's friends and family. Thanks, buddy. For the highest quality custom windows and doors made right here for you, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about getting 20% off your entire order and one year of interest-free financing. That's California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards the purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great, they've shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, (laughs) if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy it as much, but I do enjoy the activities and there's a nice variety so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Only a couple of minutes left in the show when I got to talk about something fun. I'm not even going to do the stink of the week. I'm just going to lighten it up for the rest of, of uh, the show here. The last two minutes I got. Hero of the week. Little known story. Nobody's really talking about it. I actually heard it on another outlet earlier. Did y'all know that Mike Mulvaney fired 25 people from the Consumer Financial Protection Agency? That bloated piece of garbage uh, government outfit as part of the Dodd-Frank because they were not on board. They were refusing to implement the changes that were passed by legislation. Talk about the deep state. The deep state is not just the FBI and the DOJ. It's every aspect of our government in which they feel entitled to do whatever they want to do. These are Obama holdovers, what Obama put in place. It's been changed by the legislator, including Democrats, and they're just like, we just aren't even going to do it. What? Mulvaney's like, hey, we, we got a new administration in town. Hit the road, Joe. Don't let the door hit you. And to me, that is amazing, amazing good news. So runner-up for Hero of the Week was actually Jack Phillips. He was the baker who decided, who obviously has a heart, did not refuse to provide cupcakes, cookies, or whatever to gay people, but said, you know, I, I, it's against my religion to bake a cake. And uh, it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and he won, and he was a class act to do it. I got a minute left. 
And I was going to ask DJ Carrot Sticks to review a movie for me that he saw last night, but he told me on the way in he wasn't sure he saw enough of it to give a review. He was too busy eating snacks and chatting, right? There you go. I do have some interesting news. Oh, International yeah. House of Pancakes is changing their name. It's now going to be HIB. You guess what the B is going to be? A- well, how is it even an oh, I? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what the what? IHOP is now going to be I H O B. I hob? I hob, yes. Are you serious? Are you making that up? No. What's the B for? Breakfast. Are you serious? That's the dumbest thing I have ever heard. You know what? That's my stink of the week. (laughs) That's so so dumb. A lot of people were hoping it was going to stand for bacon. All right. Then they would be the hero. All right. Love you all. Have a great week. Reach out if you're suffering. You are loved. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.